0: action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you gotta do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now for the last year four friends have kept a secret
1: are you on drugs no well, then what is wrong i've had a rough year
0: but not all secrets Stayed buried.
1: Somebody sent this to me. Oh my god. Someone knows. I know what you did last
2: summer.
0: Ooh. What they thought would be a new beginning.
3: Toast to us is
1: becoming a dead end. Somebody tried to kill you last night. We have to go to the police. If you want to be dead, he could have done it. And the mistake they made. It was an accident. There was no accident. It was murder.
2: What if he's still alive? Hey! What are you doing here? is coming back to haunt them. Oh, my gosh. He's after me, too. I got a letter. I got run over. Helen gets her hair chopped off. Ah! Julie gets a body in a trunk,
0: and you get a letter? That's balanced.
1: She's waiting for us to unravel. Ah!
0: The
3: wait is over.
1: What are you waiting for, ah! last summer oh so the fisherman was dragging a dead guy yes okay
0: welcome to recap and gown the podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back Representing the class of O3, I am your co-host, Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish. The class of O4's own, Big Hearn, David Oscar
1: Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much, man. Had uh, some home run in pizza a little earlier. It was oh, delightful. Boy. Um, every time I, for whatever reason, when I was watching this movie, I, I kept thinking in, in my head, based on the title, you remember that YouTube video? You, you know what he did? Oh, kicked him he kicked him in, in the penis. And I was like, I know what you did. <laughs> kicked <laughs> him in injured. the penis. I kept doing that over and over again. I kept laughing, so I wasn't able to find this as scary as Oh my god, some I haven't did. seen that
0: in twenty years. Jesus. You know what? Weird I mean? it was stuck in my head. It's I mean, weird. we all get that sometimes. Yeah. It was uh, I had that with salad fingers a couple weeks ago, and that was a sad and scary day. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't seen Salad Fingers, like count yourself lucky. That shit is that's it's like chocolate me. rain. Oh, yeah, a oh, chocolate day. rain. I was like, listen, we're, rain we're going down, down a path here that I don't think any of us need to experience today. So joining us from the class of 03, she is one half of our very own Texas Two-Step, the one and only big sis, Megan Mills. What up, Megan?
3: Hey, guys. You, <laughs> <laughs> listeners, you can't tell that I'm waving at you with my uh, lobster claw. Because um, in this edition of my Halloween costume, I'm a crustacean, um, which might give away, with, in combination with Dave's comments, um, what we're about to watch. But I won't spoil it quite yet. So I, ha- I, have, my lob- I have my lobster hat on and my crustacean um, shirt on.
0: Quite, are those are those googly eyes, or just like no. do the eyes move around? No. Okay. No, but that'd like, be good. Yeah, it's good as it is.
3: I'll I'll share it out the pod, (laughs) one of our (laughs) social media channels.
0: Rounding out the two-step, this podcast chief vampires and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana?
2: Not much. Um, I survived an attempt on my life by Dave a few minutes ago um, when I was trying to take a sip of water and he was talking about that (laughs) YouTube video. (laughs) It's really hard to laugh and have a whole thing of water and not spit it all over your life la- it was like a lot and I was like this is how I die I drown with a, like a sip of water in my mouth yeah, yeah so I've survived that I was like I can't spit on this computer it's not mine it's my work computer so
0: that would much more match if we were doing uh urban legend this week yeah uh, that'd be pretty I mean pretty textbook for that but uh that is not what we are doing this week yeah. Megan what movie are we talking about and where can we stream it
3: Yeah. So, um, if you haven't picked up on the hints, we are talking about. I know what you did last summer. Um, A classic from. Oh shoot! Was it nineteen ninety
1: seven? Ninety seven. Yeah. Yeah. Got
3: it. Um, You can stream it on Showtime, which I just canceled my subscription of. So.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can. Great.
3: Yeah, <laughs> other people can. Um, Amazon, you can purchase it for two ninety nine if you want the SD version, which is what I did, listeners. SD, um,
1: come on. On. <laughs> spend the extra dollar. Come on.
3: You can also watch it on iTunes, HBO mm-hmm. Go, and HBO Max.
0: Okay, now what is this movie about?
3: Um, so Rotten Tomatoes, um, interesting synopsis, but pretty mm-hmm. pretty short and sweet. A year after running over a fisherman and dumping <laughs> his body into the water, spoiler mm. aw- alert, everyone, <laughs> Dana just choked almost died again.
0: <laughs> the
2: cough drop <laughs> in and I almost choked on it. This is <laughs> not my podcast.
0: The, the hottest, like, seven words to open up a synopsis ever.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, I'll start again so you, you can follow along. A year after running over a fisherman and dumping his body into the water, four <laughs> friends reconvene, when Julie receives a frightening letter telling her that their crime was seen. While pursuing who he thinks is responsible for the letter, Barry is run over by a man with a meat hook. (laughs) (laughs) It's so (laughs) unnecessary to put that in here. It's not exactly what happened either. The bloodletting only increases from there as the killer with the hook continues to stalk Julie, Helen, and Ray.
0: I mean, my goodness. Going for the record.
2: There's no need to watch the movie. Like, you know what happens. You know, people die. People get murdered with fish hooks.
1: Yep. Someone gets Stay run home. over. Yep. Yeah. I got it. I don't need to see anymore. I'm yep.
0: good. Yep. We got yep. it. Uh, Dave, since this is Megan's movie, do you want to give us a
1: rundown of who's in the cast? Yep. Star studded, man. A lot of big names. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt plays Julie James. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller as Helen Shivers. I'm like, that's a fantastic name. Helen oh, Shivers, fantastic, Ryan Phillippe as Barry Cox, also a good name. Um, <laughs> Barry Cox, Jesus. Freddie Prince Jr. as Ray Bronson. These, these are all great <laughs> names. He was a Bronson. Bronson, yeah. Um, no dice. Muse Watson plays Benjamin Willis, also known as the Fisherman. Um, Bridget Wilson plays Elsa Shivers. Uh, you might know her as miss lippy from billy madison mm-hmm. she was married to pete sampras professional tennis player she wasn't uh, miss lippy she was veronica vaughn i know she's miss she lippy miss lippy uh, yeah she is miss lippy that is no it? elsa's veronica vaughn That's okay.
0: veronica vaughn oh okay yeah miss lippy was the, the the kindergarten teacher
1: oh okay now oh, yeah, whatever um <laughs> See Ann Haish as Melissa Egan. Uh, Johnny Galecki plays Max. Mm-hmm. Um, Stuart Greer plays just Officer. Uh, plays a generic officer. Uh, J. Don Ferguson is the MC. Uh, Deborah Hobart as Mrs. James. Mary McMillan as Mrs. Cox. Uh, Rasul Jahan as Deb and uh dan albright plays the sheriff i only go up to the people on imdb with pictures so i think we'll stop there yeah i think that's
0: all the important people i'm not sure there was anybody that really mattered that we missed in there
2: but i also feel um, like that is like the shortest cast list where like we went kind of deep into random people i wouldn't have like known yeah. and it's like you really could have said like seven people and that's like that's literally all the people that are in this movie that's kind of impressive they kept a really Seriously. tight leash on
0: this yeah that's about everybody i mean this is this is not a movie with a big cast or like a whole lot of locations really so like i i'm curious what the budget was it probably wasn't huge but I'm, I'm sure this made its money back and then some over and over and over again um let's quick go around the horn and uh give some memories of watching this movie we were younger if we did so before the pod uh big sis what are your memories of this movie
3: I don't think I saw it before the pod.
0: Oh, really? You picked this one blind. Uh,
3: yeah, I mean, like, I always knew about it. Um, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt is a great uh, female actress from back in the day. Had some good, you know, Freddie Prince Jr., all that, all those good star-studded uh, folks. And Sarah Michelle Gellar, I really like her and Ryan Phillippe. So I was kind of like, maybe I've seen it but um upon watching no i don't believe i have
0: yeah yeah i will we'll get to mine in a second but i'm i'm not far from where you are uh dana what memories do you have of this movie
2: um i know i'd definitely seen it before um so that was interesting while i was watching it because i kept being like who is the killer what does happen <laughs> which is just like a weird way to watch a movie when you're trying to guess like the plot the whole entire time uh-huh. <laughs> so i was like i know i've seen this." Um, I'm sure I watched it in high school. I it didn't really stick, um, and I don't want to get like yeah. I think it was just there were other horror movies from this time that really like get in there. This one's not like a real lasting impression.
0: That's hmm, yeah, fair. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Dave, how about you?
1: Saw it yesterday for the first time. Oh my goodness. That's I mean, I don't like. I get a little skeered. I don't like <laughs> horror movies that much. Um. I don't either. Yeah, I, it just it wasn't something I was ever interested in seeing back in the day. So saw yesterday, first time
3: you guys, did, See, we, did we fail at high school?
1: I mean, I
0: don't maybe. I, so I I had never seen this before the pot either. Um. I've never been a big fan of slasher movies. Um, I think we said last week that like, I like a ghost story. Like give me some kind of a demon or like a possession or you know, something like curse is fine with me, but a slasher movie, just somebody walking around killing people. It's like, eh, there's only so much you can do with that. And uh, this one never really felt like it was one that I needed to see. I will say, um, I think not long after this came out, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller hosted SNL and she did like her opening monologue was like a song and dance number and I got with a guy with like a, a rain slicker and a hook and I had no idea what the fuck it was about at the time <laughs> I'm like what is like what are we doing here this is a weird way to start a start an episode and now I understand what they were doing but I did not know at the time um Now, since most of us don't really have memories of this from back in the day, uh, Megan, as an adult, did this make the grade for you or should they have called this back?
3: So I also don't like slasher movies or scary movies. So um, I was trying to remove that from from my evaluation. You know what? I think it was better than like A Scream or some of the other slasher movies I've seen but I don't, it, like a D plus, is that still passing? It's, it's passing.
0: It's
3: yeah, like it's, pa- passing. it's passing, like, you know, it's
0: fine. It's, it's a film is what you're saying. It's a film. This is a film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dana, is this going to be a pass-fail for you, or uh, where did you come down on this one?
2: Um, so I do enjoy, like, being scared i enjoy scary movies i used to be a chicken in high school but now i just like thoroughly enjoy them so i am watching the haunting of hill house currently oh, it's so, so my good. like scary barometer it's like pretty high right now so this one i was like oh this is quaint it was very cute it was sweet um <laughs> but no it was it wasn't like i think there are better movies so when i think like and that's why i was like didn't want to say that earlier but i think Scream sets the bar pretty high, which was also a Kevin Williamson joint. Um, so I think this is just a little bit hurt by that. Um, held back seems so hard. Um, <laughs> but I think it could have been a little bit more interesting of who the killer was. So, um, it's fine, I'll give it like a C. Okay,
0: okay. yeah. I mean, compared to the Haunting of Hill House, this is basically Teletubbies.
2: Yeah, yeah, which yeah. <laughs> Was watching, like, right before I, like, came and sat down. I'm Ooh. like, I have one and a half episodes left. So I'm like, I, I audibly screamed before while watching an episode. So Listen,
0: bent uh, Neck Lady is a terrifying ghost. That that tall man with the floating feet is some well, spooky yeah. shit. Like, yeah, that, that that is what I'm into. Give me all those ghosts being creepy and spooky and shit. Uh, Dave, did this make the grade for you or should they fall the back?
1: Not good, Brian. Not good. Uh, (laughs) I really, I don't, I'm I'm having trouble finding these movies scary. I really think that you have to be in the, like in the theater, in the dark with other people to find these things scary. Mm -hmm. It's just, just sitting there watching it and just didn't do it at all. I wasn't scared by it. I, I understood. I understood where the jump scares were supposed to be when all that stuff was supposed to be happening. Maybe at the end, I don't, want, I don't want to give anything away at all. Maybe at the end a little bit. <laughs> Go ahead.
3: Rotten where, Tomatoes already did.
1: <laughs> where it was, it was a little exciting at, at, at the end where it's just like, oh, oh no. What's going to happen? What? Yeah, we'll set up the sequel right then and there. But uh, just didn't do it. And I, I really think that these were of the time. And you had to see them in the theater with your friends. And everyone had to be scared together. It's, it's different when you're sitting in your room watching it. It's not yeah. as good.
0: I think that's fair. I, I'd, I'd say for me, it made the grade mostly because of what Anne Hae was doing in this movie. <laughs> like, mm. I, I she wasn't like you know Oscar worthy, but she was acting. Like what she was doing was capital A acting. Um, it was fine. Nothing special. Um, I think it's hurt because it's not really a genre that I'm interested in. And like, it's not bad for what it is. It's not, you know, it's easy to make a pretty awful slasher movie, and this wasn't awful, but. Yeah, not great and not something I'm I'm planning on watching again. So, like, it may have grade, great, but, like, you know, C's get degrees. You know what I'm saying? Um, before we jump into the recap, does anybody have any fun facts about this movie?
3: I have a few casting notes that I um, okay. uncovered. Um, so, Reese Witherspoon originally auditioned for this movie. Um not sure what role she was auditioning for I'm imagining Sarah Michelle Gellers
0: has to be right
3: yeah um but she turned it down and instead recommended her boyfriend Ryan Phillippe for the role and that's how he got on the casting list
0: it's a fucking power move I don't want to be in this movie I've auditioned for it not gonna do it cast this guy instead though that is some power out of Reese
3: well they they asked her because she was like a huge star at the time um, and then Melissa Joan Hart turned the movie down, which seems wow. like probably not the best move for her career. No, really not. Um, I mean, she
0: she made some weird choices around this time.
3: Hopefully, it wasn't for Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but uh, I think that was uh, better on the than
0: air. I mean, okay. better than Drive Me Crazy. So
3: okay,
2: well there we uh, go. So uh, this isn't a fun fact, but I also was just like thinking this while I was watching. Mm-hmm. Paul Walker as Barry Cox. What are our thoughts about that?
3: Uh, Ooh.
1: <laughs> Probably would have liked him better than uh than Ryan Philippi in that role.
2: They are it the was. same
3: person they play the same person though.
1: It's really kind of oh. tough to hate Paul Walker though. You're supposed That's, to hate yeah. Barry. You're supposed well, to be like least... that guy's that guy's a fucking dick.
2: I fucking hate Paul Walker when she's all that? <laughs>
1: A piece yeah,
2: of he, shit. You can do it because he's supposed to be like a big, imposing football player, and like Ryan Phillippe is obviously not, not no. that guy. I was like, wait, did they say football?
0: Bro. Yeah, he yeah. he's the he's supposed to be a college quarterback apparently, according to Max. And I'm like, yeah.
1: maybe D three man. Maybe. Say, he's, he's, he's not very tall. Yeah, Lance Harbor. big
2: Lance Harbor. Right. Could totally. I think it would it would have been interesting. Would have been interesting. That's so, a good, okay. one. It's not a fun fact. thrown it there.
3: Um, my Could last casting out, note. Yeah, my last casting note is um, nobody wanted Freddie Prince Jr. in the movie <laughs> because, including me. Weird, weirdly enough, they thought he looked too soft. So he like auditioned, and they said that. And then he went and like worked out and like changed his haircut or something. And then he um, like, still like,
1: he was soft the whole time. It's like he's about to cry yeah no, he looks like a tall Holy. boy, not like a tall man, looks like a tall boy. well, he for a is long a boy time. He's
3: like seventeen I, or something
1: understood, but I mean, you yeah. wanted him to be tougher, and you get a tall boy to play someone you want to be tough. I try to convince why' him you him, do that worker please? yeah,
3: I mean, but to be fair, if we're trying to be convinced that Barry is a football player going to college <laughs> to play football, Freddie Prince Jr looks actually pretty menacing compared to him, yeah, yeah. I guess
0: of the two he's the least like wayfish, <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not, you know, neither one of these guys is, you know, Vin Diesel walking around or what have you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Roger
1: Ebert weighed in on this. Oh he, he always does. Didn't like it? One star out of four. <laughs> I read the review and there's one line that stuck out. The best shot in this film is the first one. It's not a good sign. You know, he's not wrong. That first shots. It's pretty very good. Pretty. Yeah, it's very yeah. good. And uh, they did uh, in Treehouse of Horror ten. Uh, they did. Uh, I know what you didly Italy did, oh, where boy. Ned Flanders plays the killer. where they kind of did a spoof? Which, which one is that? That's not the one where he's the murder in the right? Where
0: he uh, no, that's, that's, that's a spoof of Rearview. Yes. Yeah, I don't remember that. I, I'm sure I've seen. I mean, if it's if it's ten, have for sure seen it a thousand times. I'm trying to think which one it is. Yeah.
1: Mm, I'll look it up later on. Check it out. It's
3: pretty funny. You should also take a look at Roger Ebert's rest of his review because it's, (laughs) if you want to, if you want to (laughs) chuckle,
0: we'll tweet a link. Yeah. Uh, Anything else or should we jump into the recap here? All right. Big sis, take it away.
3: Awesome. Um, So we already gave away 95% of the movie. (laughs) So I'm just going to go ahead and give away the rest (laughs) of it. Right, right in the upfront. Um, so this kind of format, as you mentioned, what followed the traditional kind of slasher revival movies. So there were a bunch of slasher movies that kind of came back in the same style as the ones from the 80s. Um, and the, the formula is attractive rising stars, which we already talked about, toss in a master hooded psycho, um, and have most of the characters meet their devise at the psycho's hands using some sort of uh, trademark weapon. So in um, sure. this... Yeah, check, check, check. In this movie, we had the heartthrobs. Not great actors, but heartthrobs. The masked hooded psycho was the fisherman dressed all in rubber. Um, You know, for me, being the first time, I actually wasn't sure if he was real or a ghost the whole time, but we can kind of come back to that topic. Um, And then the trademark weapon is the fish hook. Not the... What did it say? We called it
0: a meat hook, but but it's not... See, it's tough because, like, a fish hook, I'm thinking, like, you know, fish hook.
1: <laughs> like, you like put like it on, the, on a line. Yeah, It's like it's an like a, ice, I thought it was, like, an ice carrying. You had, like, yeah. two of them, you could carry ice. It's the kind of like thing that. you would do if you're, like, you know,
0: working on, like, a fishing boat to transport, like, a, a giant tuna from, like, one storage hole to the other. Mm. Yeah. Which I guess is a fish hook, but I think about a fish hook being, like, you know, on a line out of the fishing hole with Jim Bob or what have you.
3: All right, well, maybe it has another name. I named it the fish hook. It's, the fish hook. <laughs> it's, a, it's a giant hook that is used for major chopping of the fish um, and hooking a variety of different fish to transport that are big uh-huh. and heavy. Um, and spoiler alert, since this movie was designed to, to set up the sequel, um, not all the key characters were murdered. So there were some that uh, made it through. Yeah.
0: It's, it was kind of weird because usually when you think of, like, the 80s slasher movies, they have a pretty big cast, so they have a lot of characters to kill off. This we had, like, four main characters, two survived. So they just had to, like, bring in other side characters to get murdered along the way, which was uh, less satisfying, I feel like. You know, you yeah. knew that cop for one scene before he
1: died. All you yeah. know about Elsa is that she kind of sucks, and then she was killed, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Johnny Galecki. Oh, Johnny Galecki. Right at the beginning, like, right at the beginning of the whole thing. For no no reason.
2: (laughs) I feel like it kind of, like, muddied the waters, and I don't know if we'll talk about it, because I, like, wrote at the end, I was like, wait, what? Like, who is this man? Like, I had so many questions at the end. We will get
0: into the killer, (laughs) because I did not (laughs) know what the fuck was happening.
2: But him, like, just killing everybody, I was like, wait, Because at the end, it seems like he's, like, as a principled, he has, like, a plan, but then he, like, thinks back, he's like, oh, he was just killing random motherfuckers. Like, it was, I don't know, it was very bizarre.
0: It's like he had a plan, but also was like, I also like to kill. I guess, as long as I'm in town, as long as I'm up,
2: (laughs) I will kill this guy, too. Yeah. I was gonna put a hook in someone. (laughs) Oh, yeah, this guy gets a hook. You get a hook. You get a hook. But it
0: uh, also... Brother.
3: It also felt like he put a hook in people... (laughs) <laughs> and he could have easily put a hook in some of the main characters, but like didn't. But,
0: yeah. Listen. We should we should
3: we should we do? I'm, so... I'm scared. I was literally just thinking that we should just get it get it over with. Okay. We've, we've already spoiled ninety-seven point five percent of the movie for everyone, so let's just round it out.
0: All right. Um, so this is as we said last week. This is a new segment that we're doing just for the Spooktacular. I mean, I guess if we do like scary movies in the future, we'll bring it back for that. But uh, Megan, you wanna kind of take us on a, a guided tour of some of these grizzly murders?
3: Yeah, and actually I would love for people to chime in. I'm just gonna do the overview and take, you know pick your favorite murder and, and be sure to chime in.
1: <laughs> so favorite murder. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: So there, as we mentioned, there are a variety of people that were, I'm gonna, I
2: need to look up what this is actually called. A meat hook, fish hooked. Um, it's an ice hook. Like I googled images of hook? different yeah. types of, it's much more of an ice like hook. those, like
0: like two of those, like a, like, a, like, a, like a jaws of life for the ice hook, I thought.
2: You can do that, but I think it's like, I think Dave was saying, you can also just like grab two of those and like grab a big piece of ice. Yeah. Okay. Come on.
0: There was yeah. a lot of ice in this movie, so it makes sense that it's an ice hook as yeah, well.
2: Yeah. yeah, okay. So people who are ice
3: hooked. Um, <laughs> well, first of all, before the ice hook, the actual first car wreck An initial like scene. Now we we find out later that the dead guy on the side of the road wasn't actually the one
0: Uh, murdered. Fully irrelevant,
3: right? But um, just the dead guy. But do we want to talk about that initial kind of car wreck and that whole deal?
0: Yeah, I mean, I bet in the theater, like if I um, didn't know this was coming, probably would have been a pretty decent jump scare. If I had to guess, I mean, it comes kind of out of nowhere and yeah. I could see that being an effective jump scare in a theater full of like horny teens. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know why they had his eyes like dramatically open underwater if he's not going to be the killer anyway. That seemed real unnecessary to me.
2: So, so that's what we could talk about this now, but that's right. That was the question <laughs> I had at the end. I don't know if we should go through
0: the other murders first. Shit, let's, I mean, who, who I mean, we're not getting paid. Um, no, do whatever we maximum. Feel like.
1: No, it's jump scare, jump scare, jump scare. Open his yeah. eyes. <gasps> jump scare,
2: uh. jump scare. Who did yeah. they kill in the car wreck? Was it this Billy Egan guy, or was it? Did they hit the actual? Fish? I was very confused at the end of the movie, maybe because I kind of stopped paying attention. Of who was initially hit by the car, and they thought that they killed. Who it actually? Was not, like... It
0: was just a random vagrant, right? Because Billy. No, Egan they hit didn't... the fisherman. What?
2: Yes.
3: yes! They hit the fisherman. Really? He didn't die. Somehow he, like, flew somewhere where nobody could find him. But yet there was, because he, <laughs> he was killing this other guy.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, oh my I must God. have blacked out and missed that whole thing. So they, yeah. they hit, so the guy that they, that they threw in the water wasn't the guy they hit. It was just a.
2: No, oh, it is the guy they hit, but he didn't. No, die. No, 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 no. It wasn't no.
0: him.
3: Okay, See? so I don't even know See the names data? of these. I don't know the names of these people, but the <laughs> fisher. I'm gonna call him the fisherman. Yeah, the fisherman is who they actually hit. Yes, he, that's what I'm saying. He, no, thought, the I fisherman, somehow hit. flew away. Okay, um, the guy that they threw got the up water and ran away. the guy they hit. Correct. And then it they saw yeah. another dead guy on the road <laughs> near where they had hit Five something. Wins.
1: Oh, so the fisherman yeah. was dragging a dead guy.
3: Yes!
1: Okay. Uh, Got it. All makes sense <laughs> Why <now>? didn't they <laughs>
0: make this clear? This is so convoluted.
2: So they explain this away very quickly at the end, but I could have sworn <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt says to Freddie Prince Jr. there wasn't a murder because I thought that they hit Willis. The fishermen. Yeah, they and, did, and they threw him hit in it, the water, it. and he. But he was still alive when they threw him in the water, so that's why right. there wasn't a murder. Willis was killing the boyfriend. So, like, I just think there were two people out there at the same time. Yep. There yep. were yep. there I, were either two either people or, out there at the same time, but the guy who they threw in the water was, was not the fisherman, and not the guy they the hit. Fisherman,
3: they and, hit the the they fisherman
0: hit. and then threw yeah. some other dude in the water Correct. Yeah. by coincidence, yes, who 100%. happened to be right there in the ditch too. Yep. He he just managed see to see to uh, get away. This yeah. is,
2: yeah. I don't think that's right. That that's is what, exactly what, what happened.
0: happened. Yeah, that's what happened. Now that now that it's brought up, like okay, that but then why did his eyes open dramatically in the water?
2: Because they threw Willis. As a red he survived herring? getting thrown in the water. Mm-mm.
0: No, because they, remember they said that they found that guy and they ruled because it like an accidental drowning.
2: Willis was also killing Billy Egan. I think there were two plots. <laughs> there was like a, 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 a like a focus murder. I'm looking this up. <laughs> Where, like, the mm. fisherman is going to kill Billy Egan. And he's like, All right, dude, I'm throwing you in the water. He, like, shoves him off of the rock, is what I think happened. And then he's, like, coming back to get back to his car. <laughs> Listeners, you can't see, but I'm, like, trudging across the, the street. Walk. Um, and while, like, he's coming back from killing Billy Egan, they hit him. And that's where, like, they're, like, Oh, man, they hit this Willis guy, throw him in the trunk of the car. When they throw him in the water, his eyes do open. So I think he survives. That's why they say there wasn't a murder. He survives getting hit. And then stalks them to be like, you fuckers, doing this more of this drunk mess. driving, killing people, because that's how Billy Egan killed Fisherman Willis's daughter. It was like a drunk driving accident. Yeah. And then this there's another make make one. Sense. So, yes. So that's exactly... But I don't
3: think they throw the fisherman in the water. I think they
0: throw <laughs> yeah, the I, They threw Billy in the water. David...
3: Billy, Billy was David. his
0: friend. Billy Blue was the was the boat yeah. name. David David in the Water.
3: Yes. Um, they throw David in the water who's already been killed by the fisherman. His name is Ben Willis. So. of his daughter. Yes. And, David
0: and It
1: just happened to be in the middle of David the road the guy when they were the driving water. by. Yeah. yeah. Anish's brother. No, it's no, David Egan. Egan. It's David Egan. David Egan. Billy oh. Billy Blue was his
0: fake friend from high school that the name of the boat was Billy Blue. Uh. See okay. do you see what happens it's when having a movie with it's some sexy teens and don't write a plot? <laughs>
1: this sexy is a disaster. Plot comes later. Yeah, so this
2: is go. actually based on a book and the author, I think in the book no one dies, and she was very <laughs> against oh, <laughs> she's really? like very against like having there be a murderer because her daughter was killed by like an unknown assailant. Oh, so like goddamn hell yeah oh god so in the Fuck. book this is why i think it's all muddled because in the book no one actually dies i think is what i read
0: it's IMD. very muddled this is okay anyway
2: sorry i really derailed that but i could not figure out what because they just like brush it all away at the end it's like a few throwaway lines at the end of the movie that i was just like wait what like i this literally was just confused. kind of like
1: still confused Yep. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a collection it
2: of red herrings it's a yeah. billion
0: red herrings and then three minutes of explaining a plot that itself could have been a whole movie and then jennifer love you in the shower
3: um i think that's like the best part of the movie is the fact that you kind of didn't know and so that's where i I was i was like that's why i gave it a d plus and not an f like (laughs) i was actually questioning and had thoughts running through my head around is this guy a ghost or real and then like putting the pieces together
0: well and they basically gave him like jason level superpowers like he's incredibly strong apparently and fast (laughs) he just, <laughs> he's very fast he's very strong like yeah. he yeah so I, I i wasn't thinking is he a ghost but i'm like this guy's not a regular fucking person like he's not mm-hmm. i mean we uh if we ever do scream like we saw Ghostface gets fucked up a lot in that movie like he's yeah. not <laughs> this guy when he's hauling around uh the second kill max by the hook he's not even like straining he's just like slinging Johnny Galecki's poor dead body around all hither and yon to and fro all the live long day.
1: Mm. Which, by the way, no reason Gene. to kill Max. He killed Max for nothing because yeah. he likes killing. Hooked. No, he hooked him right under the chin. The chin. I've, I've seen this picture on the internet of this bullfighter <laughs> who got gored right under the chin. You oh, guys ever seen this yeah. before? I have And it goes that. through his mouth and out. I'm like, oh my God. Yep. And then when he gets knifed right under there, I'm like, yep. Yeah, seen that before. Not only
0: did he not kill, not need to kill him, like he didn't even need to stalk him or anything. He just
1: felt like killing. Yep. That person drove by and didn't do anything when I was maybe <laughs> hiding didn't in know the what bushes, trying to. Yeah, I was hiding in the bushes trying to recover from my injuries after being hit by a car.
3: Um, yeah, well, I that didn't, didn't, didn't do anything. In case you all are interested, um, there's a lot of plot holes listed on IMDb for this movie. Um, okay. So we're not the only people who are confused, it looks like. No,
0: I was
1: real confused.
3: Um, but anyway, if we want to carry down, get back to the um, the road of murders. Uh, yeah. So we have, we have this, the car wreck situation that we just squared away. Then we have Max, the Leonard from, um,
1: third, what is it? He's from uh, Big Bang Theory.
0: Big
3: Bang Theory. David
1: Healy from Roseanne. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there
3: you David. go. Um, Max gets killed first. Which anyone wanna?
1: I mean,
0: it just it, it, he just he works on the dock. This killer felt like killing in the middle of the damn day. Uh, stalks him around for a little bit and then just up through the chin like that bullfighter for nothing um and i you know i didn't i didn't get why like max sucks i get it i feel like we're supposed Ooh. to kind of feel bad for him because the other kids don't like him but like they also suck i didn't i this is another case where it's like let's just bring in a side character to be killed
3: mm-hmm. i know i know why because why? if the fisherman is still alive oh boy and ran away from the scene or hid, or was whatever. He saw that Max drove up and was like driving up and in that same area. So Yeah,
0: but I mean, he didn't know what happened. He was just like a, a passerby.
3: He saw people he saw in the a area. He
0: on the side of the road. He could have
3: seen the dead guy. I don't know.
0: Hey, At least I he was guess.
2: somewhat connected.
0: Yeah, he, well, more so than somebody else he kills in a minute. Yeah,
2: so, I just think we yeah. needed, as we said earlier, like more of a body count. Like we needed yeah. to see what the killer's capable of before he starts killing like main characters.
0: Yeah, if this right. was like an what is this like an hour and forty five minutes long? If it was an hour and forty five minutes long with two kills in it, then it's not even a horror movie. So you had to kill other people, but man, I mean, yeah, Max yeah. But this was like ten minutes die.
3: in, and then the next killing was like sixty an hour minutes later. In. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's a big gap of nothing happening. <laughs> nothing happening including a scene where he very easily could have had another kill and just like chose not to I guess yeah
2: because he does hit so we can talk about Barry I guess Barry yeah. technically is next so he yeah. hits Barry with the car oh, like, why does he leave I can't remember why doesn't he actually kill Barry then? we
0: don't know he, okay. he, he, he runs Barry over with the car pushes him through like a shack yep. on the hood of the car I thought Barry was paralyzed because he's just laying there screaming like somebody come help, not moving at all. And then old Hookhand just like stands over him and then the scene ends. (laughs) So I guess he just didn't feel like killing him. Also the same thing with Helen. Like he broke into her house. I thought he was going to kill Helen's dad. Uh, Didn't kill the dad. Went to her room and just like stood in her closet I guess, all night. <laughs> like, didn't kill her either.
1: Nice. I don't I, know what's I, up with this guy. I, I thought the fisherman was just like, you guys are dicks. You guys are both the worst. Because he's like, Barry's the worst. I've, I've heard you talk, Barry, and you're the worst. Barry's the worst. So so I'm going to mess with you now, but I'm going to fuck you up later. <laughs> I, I, that's what I thought I, with both of them. I'm, I'm going to cut I your hair off now and, and freak you out, but I'm, oh, I'm going right. to cut her hair up a little it wasn't he like he. I mean, she he wasn't Laura busy with her the elevation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: it, I think he did her a favor. That shorter hair was. A it, much looked better hair. It, it looked fine. It looked great. great. It looked, it looked just great. fine. It looked
0: great. And I mean, for a haircut to get in like dark like that, and, you know, <laughs> well, you know that look... without, yeah, I mean, well, he it... chopped her up on her pillow. But it, it didn't look like
2: <laughs> that. She wakes up and her hair looks ridiculous, <laughs> and then you know she gets it even out and it looks great. So I think he just led her on the path that was like perfect.
0: Yeah, it was, she wound up looking just fine. But I just, I don't understand why he didn't kill her. Don't know really, he didn't kill Barry. He just, he really picks and chooses when he wants to murder, I guess.
2: Uh, I feel like it's like that red herring thing. It almost makes you think that's like different people are all. Yeah. Like it's not one. I kind of thought that. I was like, wait, is it like a group of people who are, I don't know.
0: Could have been. Mm. Would have made as much sense as this movie that we don't understand.
3: Well, I also think for a while they were trying to get us to think that it was Ray.
0: They were for sure trying to get us to think it was Ray. In the beginning, they were trying to get us to think it was Max. Um, Right. When when the cop shows up, I know we're going to get to him in a second, but I thought it was him. And he was like, I'll give you a ride home, young lady. I'm like, well, he's obviously the murderer now. That's what this is going to be.
3: Yeah. Um, Yeah, so Ryan, or I should call him... What's his name in this movie? Barry?
0: Barry Cox. Barry Cox. Barry Cox. He,
3: he does get killed.
0: Um, eventually. <laughs> eventually.
3: Uh, Elsa was a gory one.
0: Yeah, well, on, on Barry's murder, this one made me upset because we don't see it. Like, okay, if you're making a PG-13 horror movie, I get why you don't show the kills. This is an R-rated, you know, horror movie. We see, in, like, great lighting when he kills Max. That's very clear and gory. And then when he kills Barry, it's just like we assume it's happening up there. We don't really see it happening, and you know, I, I was confused by that. And then with Elsa, like Max, no need to kill her. She wasn't involved with anything. She doesn't even like her sister. Just killing to kill.
3: Yeah, the grossest scene was when he was dragging her across the room by the hook,
0: with no effort. Yeah. She weighs five pounds. Yeah.
2: Guys, yeah, he's, he's hauling fish all day. He's a very strong <laughs> man.
0: That's probably true. I bet his shoulders are pretty,
1: pretty well defined.
3: Which makes oh. me believe that it's clearly not Ray.
1: No, because Ray is always. starting waif. to make a lot of sense. now. yeah, he's a fish. He's a strong fisherman.
2: Hauling strong tuna, fisherman. he just grabs them out of the ocean and throws. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> what was that
0: accent? All of a sudden, I you're a golden fisherman. It,
1: it was piratey.
0: It was good. Yeah, I you know, and another one that like with Elsa, we don't really see her get killed either. We see the aftermath, but we just like hear her screaming, and I'm like, if you're doing a slasher movie, show me somebody getting slashed up. Don't don't play coy with me here. Like we know what we're here for.
3: Well, they showed the officer who was next. They did slashed.
0: This one also, okay, this was a solid kill. Because you get to see Helen like experiencing true horror, like trapped in a police car watching it happen. Um, also, didn't really make sense though. Because, like, did the killer set up that roadblock or did he just assume that they were going to go that way
1: on the way home? Um, like, I thought that was could the be. roadblock from the parade, right? It was, yes, yeah, from the parade. Maybe they're like, yep, they'll have to go this way. Or it could have just been a complete coincidence. Who knows? Well, and then, like, let's
0: say Helen didn't get a ride home from the cop. Was he just going to be like in that alley all night, fake working on that truck, like waiting for a car to come down the alley? That's a, you're really gambling here, pal, on like what you're trying to pull off with this murder.
3: Hmm. He seemed to be in all the right places at all the right times, but it's a small town. So maybe there's only like four streets.
2: I don't
1: know. It's like it's it's a movie and everything's pre-planned. Yeah. It's weird. (laughs) Weird. Weird.
2: So, I did. Oh, I was brother. looking up a fact that there's a like the the director didn't want a lot of blood in the movie, that's why we don't see a lot of the kills. I don't know,
1: why.
2: Hmm. I don't know Give why. Give
0: me a slasher movie, but why no blood, you? please. Yeah,
2: why would you make a slasher then? He didn't want to be overly gratuitous in terms of violence.
0: Remember that scene in uh in Freddy where uh was that Johnny Depp's blood explodes for three solid minutes out of the bed? No, <laughs> like that, really. Yeah, there's a there's a scene, and I think it's the first night on Elm Street where Johnny Depp is on a bed. He gets like, I think he gets pulled down into the mattress by Freddy, and then it's like a full fountain of blood comes out of his bed forever. Mm. Like it's like that scene in uh, The Shining when the elevator doors open up.
1: Oh wow. He just becomes blood, basically. So yeah, oh, I, 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 a snatch, I, I was going to be like that scene from Team America, but instead of vomit, blood. Oh, it's it's not unlike that, and
0: it's not very clear that. if you watch it. That they just like film the scene with the camera turned upside down, just poured blood down because it goes straight Ooh. up in the. It's, it's, it's not great. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know why you're making a slasher movie with no blood. It's like, I want to make a hardcore porno, but no sex.
1: It's like, yeah. well, uh, <laughs> not well. sure what you want us to do exactly. We're going to focus on the characters, man. We're going to do a lot of talking. It's okay.
2: Yeah. And the, the Max killing scene's out of place because it was added like after the fact.
1: Okay. <laughs> Yeah, well,
0: that okay. That makes, that makes awesome, sense though. because it <laughs> also makes sense that it doesn't doesn't explain
1: why he was in the back of her car with all those crabs or where he went all of a sudden telling right? you she was hallucinating cool. that you're, you're not getting rid of all those crabs that easily that quick. No. It's not happening.
2: In that the middle of the day. Pristine. Pristine. I was pristine. like, what oh, did he put, like, a mat down first? <laughs> like, in
0: the middle of the day, cars driving by everywhere.
1: No, um,
3: th- that that is like, I have a whole conversation point <laughs> about where is everyone in this town always. Yeah. So once we on the the once we get through strange. Helen we can we can okay, sorry, back we're on
2: that. Yeah. sorry we were their to-
1: lives man. Right, right near, near
0: the, the beach. beach.
2: We're supposed to be scared and we're just like getting derailed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How does Helen <laughs> die, guys? I don't um, we don't know.
0: I she don't know. she gets she gets like hooked in the alley, which in we a see from 50 tires. yards away. <laughs> yeah. See so far away in the darkness. With a marching band
2: going by. She was so close to safety, to freedom. Even like, if she just didn't, she had to go five more feet. But she like heard something and stops, and then like she didn't even hear
0: anything. Like, I, I feel like she was just like, did I really get away with it? Like, you are, you are at the end of the alley. You, you've been running barefoot for quite some time in like a ball gown. You made it, and then not only do you look over your shoulder, you fully stop and turn around. Mm
2: -hmm. Mhm. You deserve to
0: die. Like I you know, of course I don't, this podcast does not condone murder and violence, but like she should have died.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't was feel a, that bad. That was a rough one. I was like, she was so close. Yeah. I oh
3: know. My God. I think I, I don't know, I think I stopped watching at that one point. I <laughs> yeah, I actually, it
0: was so stupid.
3: I I didn't know the answer to that question that I just asked about how Helen died. Um. <sighs> All right. Well, so back to a few other notes that I wanted to chat about before we get into some of the other, um, the other segments. So one thing I did kind of like, and I thought was kind of funny about the movie is like the making fun of the small townness of the small town. Like it starts and it opens up on this kitschy Fourth of July tradition, and it's like everything you see in one of those. Um, like antique stores, you know, with like those weird fish. I don't know. There's like all these fish things. Yeah, <laughs> bric-a-brac. Exactly. Um, is literally come to life in this croaker floats parade. Um, and we see the small town charm. Like high school is clearly the pinnacle of everyone's life in this town. And um done, you know, like even their beauty pageant, they're wearing these like terrifying like one piece bathing suits on the stage Ugh. and just standing there it It was so gross well
0: and also all the women in the beauty pageant were comfortably in their thirties those were
2: <laughs> yes, that was yeah. Like, yes
0: yeah that was one of those like Mrs. America pageants
2: I had a question about that I'm like what's the age range for this whole sh- like shebang <laughs> like i didn't i didn't get it those, were, those were mothers helen it's like senior in high school basically just graduated but then yeah. when she comes comes back because she is you know there a year later um and sits on stage the whole entire time i'm right. like Who? weird this woman is 40 like what is what are we doing
0: <laughs> it i i could We're not in a small explain town. that well oh, yeah. and you know it also watching this movie it took me by complete surprise that it was in north carolina because everything about it gives off like i'm going to say maine or maybe like you're in New Hampshire, New Hampshire? or Massachusetts. Yep. Like, I figured some guy was going to come like, oh, you can't get there from here. Like, it seemed very <laughs> much like a Northeastern. I mean, it, it looked like this was, you know, like a lobster town. I'm like, okay, so it's North Carolina. No one has a Southern accent in this small yep. town except Anne Haish, and yes. not a black person to be found
1: in North Carolina. <laughs> that was supposed to give you the taste oh of the Southern Gothic, the Anne A&H Heche part. I'm like, you're supposed mm-hmm. to get weirded out yeah. by that and but, realize that you ain't in the North anymore. <laughs> you ain't in the North. The town were, didn't make any sense.
3: Yeah. I, I actually thought it was New Hampshire until you just said that, that it wasn't.
1: I mean, it really South, have been. Southport, North Carolina. Southport, North. Sure. Um,
0: and no, no barbecue also. You're in North Carolina, no barbecue. Whole hog. Fourth of let's, July. Let's,
1: let's see some whole hog. Everyone. Right.
0: Yes. Give me some <laughs> yeah. mustard based sauce because you're in North Carolina. I don't oh. know what they're doing here with no barbecue. Yeah. Fish fry.
3: Fuck um, wh- One other scene that I really loved was the store that the I, don't, store. I don't even know what you call it like a department store. Just
2: this is a general store. Just a general. A general, a like, has a bunch of suits, jewelry. It's the only Real. shopping place for my small guys. town
0: new tuxedo store really. Like yes, it how did. many tuxes are being bought in this tiny town on the beach.
2: The yeah. shivers are fancy people and they want mm-hmm. their townies to look sharp.
0: Yeah. Oh mission accomplished. That place was fancy.
3: Um, but yeah, back to my earlier comment around is no one around ever in this town? Um So nobody was on the road until Max came and it seemed like a highway and it seemed like a busy time where people are like, you know, celebrating the fourth and be driving around. Um, Also the fact that Barry was like completely chased on that when he was in the workout room on the dock. And then he came out and he's like chased by his car and bulldozed into this like building. And like nobody, (laughs) not even the guy who was at the front desk of like the same building?
0: Yeah. (laughs) The front desk at like the little shitty gym that this rich motherfucker works out at for some reason. Yeah, that, That didn't make a lick of sense to me. He's screaming for help outside, 20 feet away from this guy. Who clearly just heard entire squeal and a building collapse. He's like, yeah. uh, I'll just hang out in here. I guess I'm just stand up and go look out the window or anything." Yeah, and that. Oh my god.
2: Doesn't affect him. It's not about you know. Just keeping stays on his own business. It's a small town. You gotta keep your nose to yourself or whatever. I don't know.
1: And frankly, down, while downtown shuts down at what, like eight? And sure. No restaurants, no bars it's, open. Everything just yeah. gets no, nothing. Six p.m.
0: Yeah. gotta yes. get home dusk
1: mm-hmm. uh while we're on the topic of uh
0: barry getting run over by a car i said before that you know helen deserved to die barry deserved to fucking die he yeah. does yes yes he's this not dude guy. is not it's okay at all uh in every scene he's like ready to beat living shit out of anybody he comes across like right after the murder i thought he was gonna punch julie straight in the face a little bit later he does walk up and punches ray straight in the fucking face like he is I would say Roy Rage, but I've seen his physique. But CTE. Dude,
2: it's crazy.
0: Right. Listen. Yeah. You're you're not wrong. He's had a series of undiagnosed concussions. Cause this dude is he is like flying off the handle constantly. Like I really thought he was going to fight Julie in that first mm-hmm. scene. Like he pinned her against the car and Ray was just like, I'm not gonna get involved in this.
2: Well, I want to talk about that, like, whole hitting. I just, we didn't really say, like, what would we do? But also when they're like, it's manslaughter. We're going to fry for this. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you don't fry for manslaughter. <laughs> like, for that's manslaughter. the point of it. Like, that's Definitely why. That's, don't. like,
0: the lowest 15 option. to life, perhaps. But you guys yeah. are, you guys are uh, juveniles,
1: so. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I guess it is in North, Cal- North Carolina. North Carolina. I guess they do have the, we, uh, we have the death penalty for murder, and specifically manslaughter by sexy teens. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Sexy sober teens. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm.
3: Hmm. Uh, yeah, a co- we mentioned this earlier. Where was anyone when that dead guy with the crabs in the trunk was happening?
0: Yeah. No. She know. was where like, was parked- when Helen. One, one Helen car drives by and by
1: that's it. screaming for help. No
3: that's one. Yeah. No yeah. one.
1: Nobody. I mean,
3: I can understand the Helen one because there's like a parade going on. So, like, maybe that's loud. But hey, the one I'm where on. she. Run toward the parade right away. Instead yeah. of
0: running towards your your shitty in general store, <laughs> run where everybody is.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. And then and then they show pictures of like, or and then with the parade situation, there's like no one around after the watch parade. Watch the parade.
0: It's just it's just a parade with no spectators.
3: But like last year, they were showing at the very beginning of the movie after the parade, people were like partying in the streets of this town. Yeah. Um. Oh and like fireworks and all this stuff, and like where were all these people then?
1: Well, Helen yeah. Shivers had won the competition that year. I mean, everyone was obviously celebrating. Oh, of course, Helen That's Shivers. Sweet.
2: One thing to think about though—that meant they had two parades that day because yes. she was in the parade the earlier parade. during the daytime parade. Mm. And now there's a nighttime parade. That oh, parade
0: happy. it It might be a mardi gras situation like when i was a kid we used to live in texas my godmother lived in new orleans and we would go to mardi gras every year and it wasn't until like girls gone wild came out that i knew that there was a nighttime mardi gras too so for me as a kid mardi gras is like oh you get up at like 10 in the morning and you're home at like noon and you get some beads and some beignets and the po' boy and you're all good like i didn't know that nighttime mardi gras was like a full bacchanal until like middle school or high school or whatever but the problem that I New had New Orleans is a large jam. town. Yeah, but also
2: it's like they're yeah they're like a small town. They were like marching. There were like kids, so it's like it's yeah. not like it was just like you know adult time. Like there was a marching band. There were like baton twirlers. It seemed like the morning parade was still happening. <laughs> at
1: like so 10 p.m. One
0: parade. They're well, just like taking means- laps. The like down. i didn't i didn't think about this in the moment but now that we're talking about it when helen is running down the alley to get to the parade she sees straight through to where the marching band is so no one's watching the parade on that side of the street at all if they're spectators they are all across the street huh. that doesn't make any sense like it's convenient go it's convenient. to the other side otherwise yeah. you're gonna be like 80 people deep in this small town watching the nighttime version of the daytime parade wow
1: they didn't even know great questions that. I think we've I think we've cracked the case. I think so. Have we? No, <laughs> we've solved nothing.
3: <laughs> Listeners are very sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, and then also Max died and nobody cared.
0: Nobody cared. There was no investigation. He has an appearance. No. Yeah. dead now.
3: Mm-mm. But it makes sense now that we found out that it got like shoved back, shoved in later.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe and then it was added on. Maybe people thought he was just like out on a boat like he's out fishing he's out on like a tour i don't know how fishing works but like he just was <laughs> like uh, he jumped on another boat and it's like up to sea like i don't know isn't that like deadliest catch you're just gone for months on end
0: yes they go to the north
1: sea and then die i think is how the show works oh per- uh, it's a perfect storm stuff. yeah it's good it's oh, a good cover yeah.
2: For mm-hmm. the Max death. It's like he made it just like maybe the killer put a note on like a desk like ah, I gotta get out of here and people are like oh Max hopped on a boat and he'll be back in a couple months. Check <laughs> you later. Check you later.
1: Check-y Check-y later. <laughs>
2: um, do we want to
3: talk about why if you were Jennifer Love Hewitt running from this crazy person that you would go ahead and like jump on a boat. I was taking you out to sea.
0: I mean, because she only made bad decisions, I think, is the answer to that question. I mm-hmm. don't uh, – but I wouldn't do that. Um, I think, you know, in general, they just made bad fucking decisions all over the place. Um, you know, Helen, I, I I was confused by what she was doing because she gets in that, like, dumb waiter type thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, you're going upstairs. There's no – I mean – there's one exit it's downstairs he sees you going upstairs because you're pulling yourself up real slow he's gonna beat you up the stairs um yeah so that i i think i think with julie it's kind of the same thing it's just like well i'm i'm just here to be a sexy teen and make bad decisions and yeah i i don't know why she would get on a boat with a man she does not know when she knows there's a stalker trying to kill her even though in the moment she thinks it's ray like what if it's not like what if you're wrong
2: but when she does realize oh no the guy's boat i jumped on is the killer she looks <laughs> back at the dock and they make it seem like it's so far away i'm like i'd swim and i don't swim well i i like even this me who can barely swim i've been like fuck it i'm going for it i'm hopping in that water and i'm doing the best i can yeah. but like she's just like oh it's so far and i'm oh, like no. what is that like 50 100 yards come on you got it in <laughs> you, girl
1: and you yeah. by the shore, you should know how to swim. I mean that's right. Pure yes.
0: And that yeah, she that was confusing to me. I also didn't understand, speaking of bad decisions, if Barry is gonna be keeping Helen safe, what the fuck are you up in like the rafters where you can't protect her from shit? He yeah. should have been like off in the wings. I mean, okay, okay, so what you're gonna like, yell, hey, look out if you see the killer come on the like you are so fucking far away. Yeah. Just bad decisions.
3: Yeah. Also this is where I think we're all confused about um Freddie Prince Jr having the this role but like when did he become like Indiana Jones? <laughs> like swing <laughs> swinging from the rafters and like the bows of the no, ship?
1: No, he's he's been Spider-Man working on a ben. fishing boat for, for for last year, right? He's been working oh. on yeah. a sort of fishing boat. So he, he probably knows how to make his way around a boat without Falling all, all all over the place and everything, but uh, one guess. thing that I noticed um, when Jennifer Love Hewitt when it looks like she's like going through the ice in the bottom in the hold. Do you guys notice that all, all that ice in, in the hold doesn't look like ice? Yeah, Smoke
0: it cones. yeah it didn't it look, look
1: melty. It didn't look melty. It didn't look like anything like that. That was actually made out of gelatin, so that oh, uh, Jennifer okay. Love Hewitt could. Comfortably move around set because I, I looked at like that that's not ice. I well, guess no one wanted to get wet on a boat.
0: That's so, what I was gonna say. In my mind, okay, terrible. When, that, when that scene started, I'm like, well, here's the part where sexy Jennifer Love Hewitt is in like a white tank top and then goes yes. to freezing cold water. So we have that scene of her in the wet shirt, like, no, she was still dry. Like she wasn't yeah.
1: you know, a thousand percent dry. Yes, yeah, you know, she, she was. All the ice she dug through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super dry.
2: What was she like? I didn't get what she was trying to accomplish by moving the ice around. The like, guy was just like, I don't understand what's happening here, but let's.
1: I think she
0: was trying to find some kind of like a hidden escape hatch or something.
2: I thought she yeah. was trying to level out the
3: ice so she could climb up because she couldn't. Reach oh, it. that
0: I, that would make some sense. I thought maybe she was trying to cover
2: the, the door that she crawled through. Cause mm. like, oh, it'll be so heavy. So like, there's so many options. Like, that's oh, yeah. like, why
1: don't we know? <laughs> dig- we just no, she was, don't we you fucking know. know. she was digging through the ice so she could find those other dead bodies too, and be like, oh no, I am going to
2: oh, be gosh, digging gosh. through this ice, and
1: then I dig and I find a body. Oh no! Oh, oh my god! This <laughs> dude's making so many laps back and forth in his boat
0: carrying dead bodies around town. Yeah.
2: Just throws him in a duffel bag. It's just like it's easy peasy for him. <laughs> so strong.
3: Just throw him in the bag. Mm-hmm. um but yeah there's a lot of problematic well i don't know if problematic is the right word there's a lot of plot holes and things yeah. if you actually watch the whole ray scene trying to save her like at one point he like gets dumped in the ocean and then comes out and he's like completely dry
0: fully dry um, he swims in jeans
1: and it's fully fucking dry <laughs> so yeah. No, or and not. he launches, and he launches that rigging right into the fisherman's face, and he's like, "I'm like that, 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 that guy's fucking dead. <laughs> he's dead." That thing flew so fast at his face. Within a minute, he's back up. He's fine. He? Even no cognitive those. difficulties. He was perfectly fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Did it fly that fast? I was like, he couldn't have ducked or moved. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> you, I
1: don't, I don't you know, know, know,
0: know. Let's see if uh, not even go that fast. That thing has to weigh like ten pounds at least. It's if it's coming at that. all. Way more than yeah. Twenty pounds, thirty pounds. boat works. Like it, of steel. it has to have some weight on it. It hit him yeah. straight in the face. Didn't break his nose. Didn't like give him a cut or swelling. He was fine. It was, it, it was you know home alone adjacent. Like the dude got hit in the face something really heavy. And was like oh, I'm still fine. Sticky bandits. Like I <laughs> yeah. sticky bandits. It, it, it was it was a whole. I was shocked that he was unscathed by that
3: um all right well before we jump into a few of the segments anything else anyone wants to to mention
1: there was too much steam in that shower (laughs) (laughs) and i i understand i was looking at jennifer love hewitt and atomic oh my god this is so great but she turns on that that shower and within a minute there is like eight showers worth of steam and it's only her in there nobody else well there is
3: somebody else in there
1: Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) That Uh, was a uh, ton of steam. So much steam. And and I get it. You have to hide whatever's going to be coming up, but come on.
2: Yeah, I did jump at that. I also had a question about that scene. What was that phone she was using? Was it a cordless phone? Was it an early cell phone?
1: (laughs) That was a cell phone. That was like a flip, like a starter. It (laughs) was a brick. It was a brick cell. Wow. Okay.
3: Here's why I have a problem with this. I have a whole section in the notes. Um... We have a section that we sometimes do is like if there was one cell phone in this film, like how would it be different? So I have a problem with that actually being a cell phone in the shower because why didn't they have a cell phone to be able to call 911 when they hit the guy originally? And or why didn't they have a cell phone... Or, like, why was it so convincing that they needed to go call AAA inside? Because if, the, if cell phones existed, that wouldn't be a thing.
2: They and then... Like, they weren't super ubiquitous. So I was, like, since I'm a little bit older than you guys,
0: like she, she, But she has one. She has she, one. I guess she could have gotten one in her second year at college. But, like, yeah. I mean, I, my, my... Okay. I have thoughts on the cell phone situation, which basically, like, would have been great to have one, would have saved you guys a lot of running around time. Um, My bigger problem, if we are acknowledging that this movie takes place in a world where cell phones exist, why is it that these four best friends have never spoken since this whole thing went down? Like, the way that they present it when, when we see Julie come back home is like, None of us have spoken to any of the others since 4th of July. Julie and Helen are best friends, apparently, as Helen says later on. Julie doesn't even know that Helen, like, came back from New York. We, as the audience, have no explanation of what happened in New York. She was like, oh, it didn't work out. Just (laughs) didn't work out?
2: I think it's because murdering someone changes. It's hard. It's hard on the soul.
0: Listen. And I think you just need to. I've never murdered. I don't i don't know i'm sure it's a, it's stressful to a friendship true but like ray this is a small town ray is working on the docks every day no one even knows he's in town like well, julie I, I at college together and i see that like they, they they've grown apart but do have zero contact between any of these four for a year it,
2: it's really easy to take a murder to your grave if you guys just don't talk anymore. Because you don't have to worry about right. it coming up. Oh, You're like, you know what? The yeah. easiest way it's just right. act like y'all are dead to me. No,
1: you oh, saw dude. Barry's Barry's reaction when uh, when uh, was it Helen and uh, Julie show up it's like, what the hell are you doing here? Right. I thought we had a, I thought we had a deal. We're not gonna talk about this. We just won't talk anymore. I guess <sighs> I, I, I guess that's like, what he thought it was gonna be. Yeah,
3: I thought like there was a no deal, um, but like. An add on to that question, why is the only one has fucked up Julie?
0: No one else has any kind of a concept, apparently. Like, and she yeah, has for four people.
2: I think Helen shaken. You know, I think
1: That she she probably seems is a little why wildly, New York didn't Less work confident. Out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see that. I, Barry I can give you that? Definitely de- de- he's definitely angrier maybe Well he might be just <laughs> as angry as he was. Yeah, he's I don't know. Just as angry he is
0: around other people again.
2: Yeah, Ray fine seem,
0: Ray seems fine. Ray is not disturbed. He's not shaken. No. He is just doing what he would have been doing anyway.
2: Ray went to go visit Missy. I think Barry's just like you know what? Murdering people with your car happens. Let's keep it pumping. You know, like he's like someone's like in the skulls or something. Like he's just like, eh. You know, my dad told me one day I'd murder. It's fine. You know,
0: it's bound to happen. <laughs> just eventually. cover it up. About your future, your future. Oh your future. my god. And really, I mean, while we're on the topic of cell phones, like, yeah, the, the cell phone, you know, would have been really helpful. A smartphone would have blown this plot to smithereens. All that research at the library could run on the phone, a group text, would have not only kept their friendship alive, but also would have saved them from all the murders, I'm pretty sure. Helen would just text somebody, I'm running down an alley, he's behind me, like... That would have been
1: great. Or I'm sitting in the back of a cop car watching him murder. Come to the alley. Would have been helpful. Now, they would all be in jail. Julie would be like in, in the group text one day. I can't take it anymore, guys. I can't believe we killed that person. Text. You guys, they called the FBI. Guys. Told what happened. Can't believe we killed that guy. Do you remember that night, July 4th? When we you killed him. I were all there. Yeah.
0: You know it. Barry,
1: Ray, Helen. Remember?
3: <laughs> it would have made way more sense as to why the fisherman could find them because they were, were tra- or because he was tracking his oh, cell phone gps yeah
0: um, there you go a tracker app on the phone mm. that would have been really helpful for him
2: well yeah, it certainly. didn't seem to matter he he sort yeah, of just he's got had magic
0: power so fuck it
2: so that's also one thing when you see in the boat he had pictures from like earlier that day up on the walls in the boat <laughs> like when did he have time to develop these like, is he dropping it? Because you're not dropping that in <laughs> our photo because they were no. not like the standard 8x6. That was like a glossy 10x14. He's and got, got, like, a, <laughs> he's got <laughs> a dark room on
0: the boat. He's got a dark room on the boat. He's like. He
2: has a lot of activities and hobbies.
3: Yeah,
0: he's so dragging strong. back a dead body and like developing the film while he's packing it in ice. This yeah, guy is a Renaissance man. He
2: can do it all. My God. That's, we should We should learn more about. The fisherman. I want to know his life. I want to know. but I mean, well, we might.
0: watch the movie and didn't even know it was him that they hit. So, <laughs> I
2: still.
3: I'm
0: so. There, there is a sequel. The yes,
3: there are actually two wills sequels. Yeah. So oh, we can you God. can watch those on your own time and give us an update.
2: So I don't know. know. What's next, the next third we'll one? One of them. Because it's like, I still know what you did. And it's I'll like, always know or something like that. There you go. I think
1: so, yeah. Direct-to-video looks like damage. Oh. Oh,
2: I thought that was a spook. When I saw that come up on the list, I was like, oh, that's the, that's no, that's the, the third time. one.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> listen, inshallah, we will be around long enough to do enough spook tagging to get to the direct-to-video third installment of this movie.
3: Yeah. So um, it's time to do one of our segments. Crooks, would you like to introduce us to the, the folks at home?
0: Oh, sure. Uh, So there were some couples in this movie. Um, I think it's time to talk about these whacked out relationship dynamics because these four sexy teens fell in love at first semester.
3: Yeah, so we have um, Barry and Helen, which, you know, Uh if of the four, they would seem most likely to be together because they're kind of um, very shallow humans. (laughs) um
0: shallow and good-looking and popular i would assume
3: yeah and so but i have a follow-up in terms of the other two is well i said jennifer but what is her name in this movie uh
0: julie julie
3: Julie. okay that's not a believable name for her no no,
0: are we still making helens nowadays yeah (laughs) i mean one of those are real names
3: yeah um so julie and ray that couple didn't make sense to me, and it also didn't make sense to me why they were friends with Barry and Helen. So let's let's start yeah. with Barry and Helen, but like we're gonna talk about the whole foursome.
0: Yeah, Barry and Helen. Um, I mean, they had that real throwaway scene where Helen mounts him on the sand and is like talking about what their future is gonna be like. When what what did she want to be like a news anchor or some shit or an actress and
2: She's he be a was soap gonna be star. a quarterback.
0: So- Soap star. He was going to be uh-huh. a quarterback but also had to go to rehab. So she's plotting like a, a drug problem for him as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, they they made sense together. They, the quarterback and like the pageant queen of some sort with the senior citizens in the pageant with her. Um,
3: Is this the, yeah, this the prequel to Cruel Intentions with them?
0: Basically, yeah i yes i I, yeah i what got me about them was like helen doesn't seem mean like she's like a nice enough girl she wasn't like you know mean girling anybody over here barry is mean as shit like he's not nice anybody he's an asshole like he's standing up in the sunroof of his car pouring rum on everybody yelling like why would she want to be with that fucking piece of shit?
1: Like, yeah. he seems awful. And Max offers a, what is it, a shooter? Like a, like a, yeah. oyster shooter and fucking loses his goddamn mind. <laughs> like, all he wants to do is punch people in the face.
3: Man. Yeah. I mean, I guess he's rich, and if she's, <laughs> if she's supposed to be, like, the beauty queen or, like, you know, the prom queen or whatever, yeah, then that would make sense that you would date the quarterback and the guy who's going to get you out of this town
0: i guess i think um my concern with all of the people who are not buried they they all watched him physically assault julie and said nothing about it like if that's if that's big sis if that's your boyfriend if that's cowboy hat in high school and he's about to like pound claudia in the face you know, I be like, well, let's get in the car and go home, I guess. Like, no one gave a shit.
3: Yeah. Um, well, I didn't date douchebags in high school. Just, just after high school.
0: But oh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Cowboy Hat was a nice guy. I couldn't imagine trying to punch Claudia. That'd be awful. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. So, I mean, now that we've kind of gotten the textbook couple out of the way, Oof. what the fuck was up with, with Julie and Ray? I don't, I don't know what was happening with those two.
2: I didn't like, in the beginning of the movie, I was like, "Yeah, it's fine. He's like a sensitive soul. <laughs> She's a sensitive soul. But then at the end, it was like, I had to get back to you. Like, I, it, it, again, it was like the quick let's blow through like plot, but he was like apologizing for visiting Missy. And like I had to get back to you. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, huh? Like, I didn't know. And then they still they stayed together, like when she went back to college. The second I yeah, it made yeah zero sense to me. Yeah,
0: that didn't make any yeah. sense. I didn't understand why she had gotten so cold toward him. Like okay, again, I understand he was involved in a murder, uh, and so was she, but he wasn't the one who was pushing to like let's commit this murder and cover it up. Was Barry he wasn't on board with immediately covering it up. And she, I was very confused by, there was a line where she's like, was it, I don't blame you. I just don't want to know you anymore. And it's like, okay, for what? I I
2: don't. (sighs) I think she wanted Ray to stand up more to Barry because originally it was like Barry and Julie on opposite sides. Helen had like no dog in this fight. She was like, I'm going to see how this plays out. And I think Julie wanted Ray to like, be on her side and be like, no, we have to call the cops. So I think, I think in her eyes, they committed a murder because Ray wouldn't stand up to Barry.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, sure, I get that. Also, I have a question about when we think the sequel was introduced in terms of like the filming and the writing of this because Ray and Julie are in the sequel. I still know you did last summer. So did they, like, have to bring – were they, like, halfway through the filming and, like, you know what we should do? We should do a sequel. (laughs) Hmm. And what they – because then they are like, probably originally thinking about killing off all of them, and that's why they had to, like, throw in the Max killing earlier. And so they had to figure out a way where Julie and Ray would, like, reconcile.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, with slasher movies – in particular there's always the final girl like that was jamie lee curtis and halloween like there's always the final girl i assume that they were planning all along of having julie be the final girl and just having ray die along the way because his character was nothing he was as anonymous Awful. as anybody else terrible yeah. sure. <laughs> um so i think they probably were like well we have to save him too but also this movie does violate the one rule of a final girl, which you have to stay a virgin to be the final girl. Like that's all the Wes Craven movies. You cannot, the girl that has sex is the one that dies right away, right after the black guy. You know, that's how the movies work. Uh-huh. And we see them have sex on the beach, which Yuck. Oof, like that sand? sounds like a terrible time. Sand up your butt. Mm-hmm. No matter No matter yep. what you're doing uh mm-hmm. for your first time on the beach you're not gonna want a second time i'm pretty sure
1: uh at least also, not on the did beach.
0: anybody else i mean did anybody else we'll, we'll get back to this couple after this quick question anybody else feel like it looked like it was cold as shit for july in north carolina yeah this was a scary
1: terrifying it was beach. Shit.
3: which is yeah. exactly why i thought it was in new hampshire the whole time
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> would have made more sense yeah yeah. It's, supposed, yeah it's supposed to be july i understand but uh
2: I just a feel scary beach even a- Even up north, like I don't think it would be that cold in July, because I I did write down why is everybody in sweaters in July, like all the time. Um, But yeah, sorry, that that did throw me off.
3: I will say, in Chicago in July, I have worn a jacket in the in the evening. So
2: Hmm. these people, Barry was wearing a sweater during the day (laughs) during the Hmm. day parade. He had a very you're sure it was the day parade and not the night parade. It was the day parade.
0: It was the day it was, it was day. the day parade where there was also day like parade. 15 dudes oh. in full slickers walking around in July in North Carolina.
3: Yes. You guys I, I almost want to watch the sequel more because it has Mackay Pfeiffer and Brandy.
1: Mackay Pfeiffer
3: is in the sequel? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. He's he's mentioned in
0: eminem lyrics. He's or, great, yeah, because he's—I uh, forget his name—and uh, was he? Uh, was he? Best or somebody. Yeah, five, uh, this is my yeah. life. Uh. I forget his name in that movie, but it's something ridiculous like Prodigy or something. Mm.
3: Anyway, um, sorry, we're 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 de- derailing the a table. lot,
1: listeners. Derailing's yeah. fine. This is fun. This is good. <laughs> so the fisherman dies in an ambiguous way. Well, dies, dies. He falls into the ocean. Is like, yeah, we'll we'll find him eventually. He's definitely. Not I assume he's dead. The police. Say, yeah, he's fine. Don't worry about it. You kids, just go on with your lives. Don't even think about it. Think
0: about it. He got his hand cut off first too.
2: So I was it's, gonna say he could totally have a hook for real now. I, soon I know. Yeah.
1: Like this is, so should, is I that is that
3: is why they kept peppering this. in that at the very beginning, peppering in that ghost story about like the. <laughs> Hold on, hold the person with the hold hook on, Movie hold producing on. the ghost story.
0: Bitches. I
1: know what you doing. On I know that what ghost doing.
0: story, when I was watching it, I'm like, I think they're all telling different stories. Like, they're all correcting each other. I'm like, I think you guys are all telling four very different ghost stories. <laughs> like, they have nothing in common. These are just different stories you are telling each other.
2: There's all a hook involved, though.
0: There's always a hook. Some kind of a hook.
2: I feel like we went a long way to get him to have a hook hand in the sequel. Like, we just went a long <laughs> way in the first one, to be like.
0: <laughs> Considering the injury he got, I'm pretty sure he would like a crushed, mangled up hand. It wouldn't get, like, sheared off perfectly mm-hmm. like that. Like, it mm-hmm. was a clean
1: cut.
2: Clean cut, right across. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Bone I mean.
1: and sinew and the whole nine. Mm-hmm. Rope and the amount of pressure, and I, I don't know. I don't know. That's, there's a lot of bone there. You're, you're, you're right, Chris. I, I don't know. Yeah, um, crush we, your hand all
3: up. Speaking of hooks, oh.
1: speaking
3: of hooks, do we want to get into some frosted tips and butterfly clips? <laughs> I'm gonna let Dave start. Dave, what outfit did you pick? Yeah,
1: there was a particular scene that really brought this character to the forefront for me. There was it was during the parade when you see a mangled Ryan Phillippe at the front of the float <laughs> and he's just watching. He's watching for the fisherman. He's like, Oh, this, this guy, this fuck, this just guy. And he just starts showing up everywhere. Wearing this particular outfit, this, uh, this floppy rubber hat, the long, I don't know what you rain, slicker. Is, is, oh, is, rain is, slicker. is that a good name? Is, is, is that a name for it? Um, he has the, uh, he has the, the scary big rubber boots, like the guy from home alone with the salt and, the and he's got the hook, and they see him everywhere. They're obsessed with him, and they—it's like a—it's it, like where's Waldo? As soon as I saw that, I'm like, they—they they just see him. They're like, oh, he's over there. He's over there. Oh, he's over there. And he, Phillip, he chases down one of these guys, It's just an old man like, why are you tackling me? What's going on? I'm so scared. Just because this particular outfit—I I don't know if the, the original fisherman decided to pay other people to just just go ahead and dress like this today. Go, yeah, just go ahead and go ahead and dress like this and uh, just to kind of take a little bit of the pressure off me, I'll, Here's 20 bucks. Go ahead and do that. But, uh, and then eventually toward the end of the parade, they, they look up and there's the one with the hook who I think is the original guy just being like, you didn't find me. You thought you did, but you didn't. Yeah. Just a bunch of dudes in their fifties
3: wearing,
1: wearing their rain, rain slickers rain slicker and hat don't you fishermen wearing their rain slickers out during a parade in the middle of the day when it's supposed to be hot out. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. insane.
0: In July. And there's no North rain Carolina. in sight. Yep. No
1: clear skies.
0: Uh, big sis, what look caught your eye this week?
3: So, um, this is a very popular look, I guess, back in the, um, late mid to late nineties. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm going to choose Helen. Um, I think I may have had some of these outfit elements, uh, <laughs> She so she has a spaghetti. You say
0: spaghetti?
1: spaghetti, Yeah. No, you were doing so good. Spaghetti
3: strapped lime green top. Oh man, I just I was doing. I avoided the whole cast rundown.
0: You you were doing so good. I know spaghetti.
3: (laughs) Anyway, spaghetti strapped lime green top. Slightly cropped, like you know, very tight fitted, um, mom jorts. Yeah. So yeah. high waisted. Big fan. Yeah. yeah, like kind of bigger. Actually, that style is kind of coming back for it's some of the, fully yeah, now. for some of the younger yeah. folk. Um, but also, this is my favorite part. She had a little lime green, like mini backpack. So like the backpack is like the size <laughs> of. I don't know, like a small notebook. <laughs> I don't even know how to six by yeah. six, and yeah. it's on like real backpack straps, and it's you know it's the purse. It's I useless. guess. Yeah, I definitely had one of those. Um, she had platform black sandals, which I think it was leopard. Oh, they were leopard. Oh, are they really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Holy I thought they macro. were just they had holes in them.
2: No, leopard. <laughs> I think they we were leopard. I'm trying Perhaps. to find a picture, but I was I almost picked this one, so I was like very honed in on yeah. everything. Wow.
3: <laughs> um, and I'm going to end it all with um, she has Topanga hair. So yeah. for any Boy Meets yeah. World fans,
2: her hair, like, mm-hmm. was that real?
0: I I don't know.
2: Dana, wave I
0: don't. Yeah, Dana. You um, wave I think
2: here? it is extensions because she does have to get her hair cut later. And her hair mm-hmm. was like never really that long on Buffy. So. Fair,
0: okay. fair. I think yeah, the, extensions. Yeah, the Topanga hair. Hmm. Word to Topanga. Early crush for me, right after uh, Larissa Olenek. Kind of came to back to Topanga. back for me. Nice. Topanga. nice. Wow. Corey really outkicked his coverage there. Uh, Dana, yeah. what outfit caught your eye this week?
2: Um, I'm also going to come for Helen. I, I did want to do the lime green outfit, so I, I had to find something else. Um, it's post haircut. Um, when they're all like running about town, and it's like a weird, like periwinkle blue sports bra with like a zipper, but it's like long. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Um, tights like black leggings, um, but with a sweatshirt wrapped around a race. It's like a maroon situation. I don't really know. Um, and then this hat that is very like um Jackson Five back in the day, (laughs) like an apple cap or whatever. Yeah, like it's a grim <laughs> but floppy. And I think she's also wearing another backpack. And it was just kind of, yeah, it's a look. It's obviously yeah. like she's trying to be incognito because all her hair got cut off. But also I'm like, what is this
0: top? You're drawing bottom? more attention to yourself right now than you have to be.
2: Yeah, it was an interesting look. Helen yeah. like was pulling off some looks. In this yeah,
0: servant looks. Uh, For me... I picked a character that was basically anonymous and unnecessary entirely, but she's also the only Black character in the movie, so shout out to you, Deb. Uh, Deb was, she was Julie's roommate at college or friend at college or something and gave Julie a ride home. She pops in to like make fun of Julie for not being social and not wanting to go home, and what she has on is very similar to an outfit that we discussed last week from the craft. It is spaghetti strap overalls. Um, Like a spaghetti strap jumper, I guess, but it's, it's red with like a white floral print on it. Uh, It's cut the neck. I'm, I'm struggling to explain this. The neckline is cut down below her rib cage. So it's, it's, it's like a, like a <laughs> like a harness, I guess. Mm. Um mm. very wide, billowy legs on this thing. Uh she has a white long sleeve under it, uh which again, I mean you have to because your whole boobs would be otherwise, but also it's you're somewhere where you're driving distance from North Carolina and it's the end of the school year, it's probably too hot to have all that on. Um and the, the kicker for me, uh no pun intended. She has on the whitest pair of kids i've ever seen in my life like they show one shot of her walking down the hall these are blindingly white like kids you know the ones that every mom had back in the day this is a i mean i don't know what she's trying to pull off here it is a ridiculous it's like she's just like a clown like it's a ridiculous look that she has going on she is wild but uh one of the other things that we like to do on this podcast uh, is take a look at a character who might not have had a big role and uh, see if this was the start of big things for them or kind of the peak of their whole career. So it is time for an IMDb deep dive. Big Sis, who are we diving on this week?
3: Yeah, this was kind of a hard one because as we mentioned earlier, there are only about seven characters in this actual movie. Um, <laughs> But I'm going to go off your um, Frosted Tips and Butterfly clips pick. I'm going to feature Deb. I'm not going to be able to say this name correctly. fuck it up. So, guys, um, <laughs> hold on to your hats. <laughs> Rasul Jahan? <laughs> oh, it's
0: a soft J. Jahan? I thought it was going to be a Jahan. Jahan. She Jahan? You got the name Either of, way. like, a, a Game of Thrones character. <laughs> Rasul <laughs> Jahan was at yeah. the House of the Undying.
3: Which, when I looked it up... There's, like, I think perhaps a male actor with that same name or somebody what? or somebody got confused that she was a female because <laughs> there is a whole, I think, I forget what, like, I don't know. There was a whole thing about he played in I Know What You Did Last Summer and he was also in this. Anyway, so I, I think she was Jennifer Love Hewitt's roommate in so. college, um, but not sure why she drove her home. Home. Like maybe she was also from their hometown. Um, but anyway, so she is known for a very short snippet of, wor- of work. Um, <laughs> I know what you did last summer, uh, Cold Mountain in 2003. So between 1997 and 2003, not sure what she was doing, but not doing a lot of things in Hollywood. And then you jump from 2003 to 2012 in which she um was an actress in The Bay, which I'm not sure what that is.
0: I don't know what that is.
3: Um, also to note she is married to Micah Cover, who by the way is a famous music not musician, magician.
0: Mm-hmm. He does magic spells? Like I
3: he does magic.
0: Well, ah, when I want to watch I wonder if he's like a like a Chris Angel mind freak or if he's like a David Copperfield or a Siegfried and Roy.
3: So the, I, all of the IMDB and Wikipedias and stuff about her just said she's married to Micah Cover, period. And I was like, <laughs> am I supposed to know who this is? But I also don't know a lot of like popular people, So I was like, well, maybe I, don't, I just don't know.
0: Yeah, I just um, name all the ones that I know. So No,
3: he apparently makes haunted house calls.
0: What? What is that?
3: I don't know. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> Internet's Wait, haunted so. house
0: call? Like, is that a show or is haunted house calls like a, like a thing that you yeah, I have a haunted makes house Haunted house as a
3: magician. He makes haunted house calls. Uh, so like house calls like, that like are a, haunted.
0: Like a, like, a, like a ghost hunter's situation where it's like, I want you to come find the ghost or I want you to come haunt
1: my house. I am very confused. I think Unclear. he'll do creepy. Ma- I think he'll come to your house and do creepy magic.
3: Mm-hmm. She will come to capital your home, and perform with you and guests.
1: Well, David Blaine, oh. like, he'll just be like, take this ice pick and jam it into my kidney. I don't need that kind of magic in my house. <laughs> no, you like, have too much it. charisma. It's, he does a lot of take weird stuff. this shit, ice man. pick and jam it into my kidney. Sorry, i <laughs> That's I'm how you have to talk to your David Blaine. Just his, jam it like,
3: his cell phone number is on his kidney.
1: Instagram. Oh that's no. that's always that's how we should call him right now you should we call him to get him to come perform during one of our recordings Absolutely not we should <laughs> not do that I don't <laughs> want to give him anyone's address audio magic What is
2: it's this
1: audio magic. We can see it We'll know what's okay happening.
2: That I'm just going to I'm going to connect <laughs> myself
1: to a balloon go up to 20,000 feet, and then just fly down Hopefully I might like, stand here in this block for 38 we'll days and not move and not go to yep. the bathroom. It's yep. magic. Boy. That's weird, right? How I don't go to the bathroom. My kidney shut down for four hours. <laughs>
2: for <laughs> My that wife didn't know who he was. To what's his David name? Blaine David impressions. Blaine's yeah, it's impression fun. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> It's the
0: it's the one voice I can do, I can do that, and like a Southern Hillbilly, which I won't do because this movie didn't do it either. But I can have a pretty good Creole voice.
3: We're, really we're just fun. rounding out the pod with some. <laughs> <Just>
0: gonna finish <laughs> it up. what yeah, I mean, okay. That does bring us to the end of the podcast. And just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to hand out some superlatives. Uh, it was tough this week because the movie only has two surviving teens, but fuck it, here goes. Uh, Ray is most likely to be an anonymous character on one season of a Deadliest Catch ripoff. And Julie is most likely to frantically pull back the shower curtain every time the house creaks or the wind blows. Mm-hmm fucking nervous wreck, I'm sure, by the by the time that she's, you know, in the shower next. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this next movie pick goes to Dana. Dana, what are we going to watch next week?
2: So, I was really torn and I initially had it whittled down to two. And then I was swayed because there's like an Oscar winner in one of those two. But mm-hmm. then I thought of a completely different movie the other day and I think mm-hmm. it's so weird that we have to do it. I'm very excited. Um, The 1999 classic, I'm going to say. Honestly, I have no idea. Uh, Idle Hands.
0: Yes. Fuck yes.
2: Ooh. So
0: it's Seth Green and Devon Sawa in that? Yes. What? Oh, my God. Oh,
2: what is he doing these
3: days?
0: Oh, uh, pro- I don't know. I don't Does know? he probably want to join in the pod? He's sex cult, allegedly. We could probably, I think we could ask, and he might consider <laughs> it. We could probably reach out.
1: <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, my swat.
0: God. I only remember the one scene from that movie where Seth Green says, Look at me, I have a leather face, and like has an electric carving knife and then pulls it out of the wall. I know nothing else about that movie. I, does he, does Devin Sawa die and come back to life? Or <laughs> what is that Not movie? Not Devin about? Sawa. No, I, Seth, he, Green, I
2: think, did Seth Green. Seth Green died? I think his hand something. can
1: bring dead people back or something
2: like that. <laughs> I don't know what He's it is. Be I just, best. I, yeah, I just was like, had other movies and then I was like, Lifting Sunday Morning. And I was like, I don't know why. Oh, because Devin Sawa was also in the other movie I was thinking of doing.
0: I thought you guys he was in the gym Wait. with you.
2: Wait, what is yeah. the other movie? Oh, I thought about doing Final Destination because I've seen all like oh, of those. Yeah. That would
0: be fun too. <laughs> That's a good one.
2: But I think this one is so
0: weird. This is gonna be off the fucking wall. I I remember this movie. I've never seen it, but like I remember it very well as being like somebody made somebody greenlit this. This went through oh multiple shit. drafts that.
1: Okay. Well Jessica God. Alba? i, that. Are you I fucking was just kidding looking me? at
3: that I'm like
1: yes. what? Eldon Henson? Fulton Reed himself? Yes. Fulton Reed.
0: So he was what, also yeah. just in uh, she's all that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy.
2: I had to I had to do it. I was Bravo. Like, yeah Dana. this one is too weird. I was like, I can't believe I remembered this movie.
0: Holy mackerel. Well, I am looking forward to that. Um That does it for this week's episode. If you guys like what you heard, pop on over to Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and be sure to subscribe, rate, give us a five-star review, and then uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Gown Pod. That is R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D. And if you didn't like what you heard, in the words of Max, don't you test me, motherfucker. I'll call the cops on your college quarterback ass. Take it easy, millennials. We will see you next week.